You're listening to Tips with T, and I'm your host, Tiara, but you can call me T. I'm looking forward to sharing with you guys my journey of becoming an entrepreneur. Plus, I will discuss tips on how to achieve that financial freedom that you have been looking for. So stay tuned. Hey, you guys. Thanks for listening in on this episode of Tips with T. On today, I have Miss Adana Austin with us. Hi, Miss Adana. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm fine. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for being on the show. Um, so tell us more about yourself and what you do. Well, I am from the beautiful island of Trinidad and Tobago in the Caribbean, and I'm a business coach and consultant. So I work with entrepreneurs um, to help them get very clear on their goals, identify their ideal clients, and develop the strategies to grow their business. So that's what I do. Awesome. Awesome. So why did you decide to become a business coach? Well, I decided to become a coach after years of providing marketing and PR consultancy to like small to medium sized businesses. I realized like about five to six years ago, um, the conversation started to change and what the clients needed um, shifted a little bit. So some people wanted to be taught as opposed to just hiring somebody to do something for them. Mm -hmm. So I decided to, you know, figure out what does that service look like? Because I didn't know what a business coach was at that time. Mm -hmm. Um, So I did some research. I figured it out. I went to school and I, you know, got some guidance as to how to set up the business and how to actually provide the service. And yeah, and that's why I became a coach. I wanted to be able to reach a lot more entrepreneurs in a shorter space of time to provide them with tips and tools and resources that they could easily implement in their business to mm-hmm. grow quicker. Awesome. So that's why I did it. Well, that's awesome. I'm glad you're doing that services. We need a lot of business coaches now since during this time, a lot oh, of yes. us are trying to become entrepreneurs. So that's a definitely. Good that's definitely. Um, so what type of businesses are you um finding more now that you're starting to coach or what experiences with different types of business entities as you coach? Well, I, I, the type of class that I have kind of range across different, um, different industries. Yeah. So I have like retail clients, clients in IT and engineering clients who are photographers, makeup artists. Um, so I have a, a really wide range of clientele. I have different product offerings. Mm-hmm. for um, an entrepreneur who's like now starting up as opposed to an entrepreneur who has been in business already making money and just wants to kind of up level their business. So mm-hmm. I have different packages depending on where you are in your journey of entrepreneurship. But the type of clients really is really wide, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Um, it's all different types of clients and not just, not just online clients, but also brick and mortar clients. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, not not like we have a lot of brick and mortar now with the pandemic. Everybody kind of had to close down. Most people right. had to close down their services. So that has forced a lot more people to be online. But yeah, I service different types of clients. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. So I'm glad you did say, you know, due to the pandemic, no brick and mortar. So what are you seeing now with your clients, their biggest struggle during this time? Well, two things I think they're struggling with. Um, one which is obvious, is like their mindset mm-hmm. because it, it's a shock to your system, <laughs> right? Um, just trying to figure out how to navigate this thing because you have less 
face-to-face interactions with your audience and that kind of thing. Um, so, and just because a lot of people have to work from home um, and they're isolated, um, it's hard to, you know, stay motivated and, you know, stay focused on mm-hmm. the business. So that has, I think, has been like the hugest thing. And then the second struggle is how to pivot into the digital age. Mm-hmm. Because as I said, a lot of them may have had an online um, presence, but they were not leveraging the presence. Mm-hmm. So now because they they have to shift how they're doing business, they have to spend a lot more time um, on their online presence and how to make sure that they're still visible and their brand is still relevant and still make sales online, right? right? So making that shift. So people who didn't have websites before now understand the importance of why I need to have a website (laughs) (laughs) or who weren't leveraging even their social media, you know, Mm -hmm. why it's important to be consistent and have really engaging content and use videos and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of learning going on now, um, you know, and the processes and the tools that you need to marry everything together to keep your business afloat and to allow your business to still operate so you can pay your staff pay yourself mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know continue with your business yeah i'm finding yeah I, I, I really do think it's important about the mindset um you know a yes. lot of people they are struggling and before the pandemic hey he, i don't know it was just like one of my goals really to just create an office space where i can work so i can feel comfortable yes. so um I did, like, I put my pictures and stuff on the wall, you know, my degrees and different things to make it, like, a warm environment, not really noticing that ahead of time I was preparing myself to... You were preparing yourself. (laughs) Yes, yeah, yeah. I'm glad I did, so now it's kind of, like, easier to where I feel like if I probably would have been, like, not... Scrambling a little bit. Yeah, Mm -hmm. if I would have not tried to take that initiative and say, okay, I'm going to create an office space to where I feel, you know... I can get work done to where I know now it's probably hard for people because they're used to actually going into work and being in the office. Yes. And now they can't do that. And they're it's a big shift for a lot of people, even those who have like brick and mortar businesses, mm-hmm. they're accustomed to getting up and going to open a shop and you know what I mean? Selling the majority of their stuff face to face with their clients. So mm-hmm. it is a huge shift um, because the business structure is different yeah. if you're doing it online, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so the mindset work is something that, you know, I, I really encourage all of my clients to um, embark on, like their affirmations and their journaling and their meditations and mm-hmm. all the woo-woo stuff that people kind of roll their eyes at when I tell them to do right. it. But it does make a huge difference because mm-hmm. you have to find something that will keep you centered. Because yeah. it's easy to lose focus and get frustrated mm-hmm. and procrastinate in a time like this, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, it's, it's challenging, but you got to put it in the word so you can stay afloat. Also, too, yeah. like you were saying, I have noticed that a lot of people are um, utilizing social media platforms to do videos and stuff now more um, to keep their current clients engaged. Um, I yes. actually see where some certain ones are just like, you know, Talk about their life a little bit and how the pandemic has been affecting them and what they've been doing. Yes. Um, so they can still kind of have that client and, you know, customer. It's a relationship. Yeah. 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 It's about building a relationship. So what I've found 
like you rightfully said, a lot more people are sharing their own stories, mm-hmm. how they are coping in this pandemic, how they're coping isolating and, and that, and they're relating it to their business experiences, which is a great strategy mm-hmm. because your, your audience wants to feel connected to you and wants to know that if you're experiencing the same type of anxieties that they are experiencing, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, I think it has forced us to be a little more true. Mm-hmm and stop hiding behind these pretty logos and these pretty <laughs> stuff <laughs> and show up as our true authentic selves, right? I think there's like, I think that's like the best thing about this whole thing, actually. Mm-hmm. You yeah. get to actually see people and meet people in their real selves. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think that's all, it's all the better for me because like now you can relate. You can show your clients yes. that I can relate to you. Hey, we're, you know, we're all in this together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Together. So also too, um, how can business owners set digital products to stay afloat? Um, I know well, they are offering services. Yeah, I know. Well, digital products is actually has been the biggest growing market since we've been in isolation, right? Because mm-hmm. everybody now wants to have a digital product. And right. the good thing is that a digital product comes in so many different ways, right? It's not just one thing. It mm-hmm. could be an ebook, it could be a course, an online course, it could be something in a Facebook group, it could be a webinar training. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, you know, it really allows you to serve your audience in a different way, in a variety of ways. And it also allows you to sell more. Mm-hmm. because you can sell more than one thing at a time as opposed to if you're just doing a workshop on a day you're just doing a workshop on a day mm-hmm. right so the digital products is a great thing and i encourage everybody who's an entrepreneur to really explore what digital product my audience would appreciate mm-hmm. and you know make sure it's part of your strategy and your packaging for your audience and it's a great way for you to stay connected and just give them what they want in a different way you know some people pre-record some of their digital products and then sell them Mm -hmm. some people like for me i do like a challenge every month a five-day challenge every month which i consider a digital product but i come in and actually do training with my audience and then they get to walk away with some stuff and then i have ebooks and you know other workshops and that kind of thing so you want to create a mix of digital products Mm-hmm. Um, for your audience because people consume information differently and people learn differently as well yeah you know mm-hmm. but i think the digital products is the way to go and i hope that never disappears <laughs> i just love them yeah um I, yeah i was i'm definitely considering myself to um offer and create digital products too for my clients or future clients um, yes because now we can't be so much as hands-on and me all the time. So yeah. you got to find, you know, a way to create maybe you a handbook or some. some uh, yes, like a workbook or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you can have yeah. your own personal time where you can work on. And you, yes. if you want to email it back over to me, we can check, we can discuss. That's fine. But at least have you something where you can work on it on your own time. Because yes. you know, we can't be in arm's reach anymore. Like, because <laughs> we're social distancing. So um, yeah. I'm definitely um, been thinking about the diff the different digital products that i can do but what are like what is the one main thing that you think is probably the best one to start with if people don't know like what area they want to start um to create a digital product i would say um start off with like an ebook mm-hmm. right an ebook where you kind of um 
guiding your audience through a journey of like this how you begin this is the steps you take and mm-hmm. that kind of thing i think the ebook might be the easiest and the fastest way for you to start and from there then you can start to do some like video trainings which you can also pre-record mm-hmm. and put on a platform um for them to get but i think the ebook is like the easiest thing if you're using a program like canva or something to lay it out with your with your brand colors and your brand images and that kind of thing. Um, and remember, the ebooks don't have to be really, really large, right? Um, what I would usually tell my clients who are doing ebooks is to break it up into smaller topics mm-hmm. so that it's digestible. Yeah. Right? Because usually the digital products are not hugely expensive, They're usually like $10, $15, $29, $99, and that kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. And the bigger ones that have the video trainings and stuff attached, you might find those maybe a little more expensive, like 50 US and things like that. But to start, you could just create a simple ebook for like, for like $9.99, which just, you know, guides your audience through the steps of doing one thing. Mm-hmm. And then create follow-up ebooks. So it's kind of encouraging them. So as you finish this ebook, you need to buy this other one and buy this other one. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So mm-hmm. carry them on that journey and just through ebooks. And the last one could be like a big video training where you put everything together um, for them. So I would say yeah, ebooks is a way to start and then branch off into all the other things. Mm-hmm. Well, awesome, awesome. Um, so yeah, that was very, very helpful. Cause I never thought about eBooks. I was thinking yeah. you'd be like doing something like, you know, like the hand, like the actual hand workbooks type things or like a planner mm-hmm. or something. I was thinking about that, but I, but now you just gave me a whole totally different idea. <laughs> I'm like, that's what I'm sitting here like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to start. And then you could go into the bigger books, the bigger types of, you know, digital products, the easiest easiest to start I think is an ebook yeah mm-hmm. yeah awesome well thank you Miss Adana for coming on today sharing these no tips. problem try to tell us little tips about how we can stay afloat so tell our listeners how we can get in contact with you and I will share your social media handles no problem well you can get in contact with me on my website which is uh, marketing dynamics business solutions you can follow me on Facebook, which is MD Business Solutions, uh, my LinkedIn page, MD Business Solutions, and on my Instagram, we have Coach Adana Austin. I also hosted, and I think I forgot to tell you this, I also host a Facebook group with 4,000 entrepreneurs, right? And every day we like share tips and tools and resources and we keep each other accountable and that Facebook group is called Dynamic Business Strategist. So that's the easiest and fastest way for somebody to get in contact with me and get a lot of free training (laughs) and free resources from me. So Dynamic Business Strategist on um, Facebook, that group. Yeah. And not just from me, but from other entrepreneurs from around the world who are, you know, on the same journey. Mm -hmm. And it's awesome. That's awesome because it's good. That way we all as entrepreneurs can be connected and stay connected. Yes, definitely. And that's what you want. You need support. You want to be surrounded by other people who are, you know, on the same journey and understand your struggles and can provide you with support. Awesome. And if you guys want to get in contact with me, you can do so. My number is 910-317-0396. 
Um, you can shoot me an email, contact at mjfinancial.biz, visit a website, um, www.mjfinancial.biz if you want to schedule a consultation. You guys can find this episode on Anchor, and you can also find the playback for the video on the YouTube channel. Thank you once again, Ms. Adana, for being on the show. I highly appreciate you today. Thank you for having me. And you're welcome, and it's been a pleasure all the way from Trinidad. So I thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Always my pleasure to, to serve. Well, all right, you guys, we will see you on the next episode of Tips with Tea. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed the podcast channel, please become a supporter. Your support helps me to bring you more tips with tea. I greatly appreciate it, and this podcast wouldn't have been possible without you.